Good morning for Thursday, May 25, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Bombers' accomplices sought in Libya. Russians talked of ways to sway Trump voters. And millions more still lack care in revised bill. In today's national headlines, California becomes a global force on climate. Rare gene mutations inspire new heart drugs and questions for the DEA after three fatal shootings. In today's business headlines, rate increase still predicted after Fed caution, five accused of inside trade on health policy leaks, and Colbert has DVRs to thank in winning ratings battle. There will be more business stories, more national and world news too, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of Colin Powell. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Manchester, England. Bombers' accomplices sought in Libya. The police accelerated their hunt Wednesday for co-plotters of the Manchester concert bombing, making at least a half-dozen arrests in Britain, searching for a clandestine bomb factory, and extending the investigation to Libya, where two of the bomber's relatives were detained. The developments indicated that the bomber, Salman Abedi, 22, was part of a more sophisticated plot than was initially thought, and that finding the bomb's origins had now become a priority in a country still reeling from the terrorist attack, the worst in Britain in more than a decade. New details about the bomb based on forensic photographs showed it may have been hidden in a blue backpack, had been made with cunning care to inflict horrific shrapnel damage, and had even been equipped with a backpack detonation system. A portrait of Abedi also came into focus, showing him to be a Manchester United fan, college dropout and occasional marijuana smoker, who had visited his family in Libya last month, returned to Manchester as recently as last week, and may have been radicalized two years ago. These details of his life emerged as the police sought what they called his network, the first official confirmation that investigators believed Abedi had help. It seems likely, possible, that he wasn't doing this on his own, said Britain's Home Secretary Amber Rudd, speaking to the BBC. She also said the bomb was more sophisticated than some of the attacks we've seen before. Chief Constable Ian Hopkins of the Greater Manchester Police said, There's an extensive investigation going on and activity taking place across Greater Manchester. A Betty detonated the bomb Monday night as fans were leaving a pop concert by the American singer Ariana Grande at the Manchester Arena. The explosion killed 22 people, including a police officer and an 8-year-old girl. The bomber's remains were found at the scene. At least 64 people were wounded, a third of them critically. Many victims were teenagers and young girls with parents in tow. The police arrested five men and one woman in the Manchester area, bringing the total number of people in British custody to seven, including Abedi's older brother. In Libya, Abedi's father was arrested by a militia, the Special Deterrence Forces, which said it also had detained Abedi's younger brother, Hashim Abedi, 20 years old. In a Facebook post, the militia said that Hashim Abedi had been a member of the Islamic State, was tied to the Manchester plot, and was en route to withdrawing 4,500 Libyan dinars, about $560 on the black market, sent by the bomber when he was arrested on Tuesday night by the militia.
The militia said that Hashim Abedi had traveled from Britain to Libya on April 16th, that he had been planning an attack in Tripoli and had been in daily contact by phone with his older brother. The militia's claims about the younger brother could not be immediately verified. This is the second front-page story. Russians talked of ways to sway Trump advisors. American spies collected information last summer revealing that senior Russian intelligence and political officials were discussing how to exert influence over Donald Trump through his advisors, according to three current and former American officials familiar with the intelligence. The conversations focused on Paul Manafort, the Trump campaign chairman at the time, and Michael Flynn, a retired general who was advising Trump, the officials said. Both men had indirect ties to Russian officials who appeared confident that each could be used to help shape Trump's opinions on Russia. Some Russians boasted about how well they knew Flynn. Others discussed leveraging their ties to Viktor Yanukovych, the deposed president of Ukraine living in exile in Russia, who at one time had worked closely with Manafort. The intelligence was among the clues that American officials received last year as they began investigating Russian attempts to disrupt the election and whether any of Trump's associates were assisting Moscow in the effort. Details of the conversations add to an increasing understanding of the alarm inside the American government last year about the Russian disruption campaign. The information collected last summer was considered credible enough for intelligence agencies to pass to the FBI, which, during that period, opened a counterintelligence investigation that is continuing. It is unclear, however, whether Russian officials actually tried to directly influence Manafort and Flynn. Both have denied any collusion.